Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Thursday, the 9th of March. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined this morning by a, a bright and breezy and cheery Stevie Clifford. How are we doing, Stevie? I'm good, Derek. I'm good. Um, chose a good morning to be allowed to come back on. <laughs> this is the first time I've got you on, I think, since uh, that uh, League Cup final defeat. Um Self-imposed, well, not self-imposed, but uh, yeah, good to get you back on after a, a, a good old Rangers win last night. They were they were pretty good last night, weren't they? Yeah, listen, if um, if they performed like that, Derek, every week, then I maybe wouldn't be so grumpy. But um, <laughs> they were in, they were incredibly good last night. That's probably the best I've seen Rangers since the title winning season. In all honesty, um, I thought they were incredibly good. They they could have it. They, they could have had double what they had last night, and. Um, but the press, the energy, everything about the team was very, very good. I'm sure we'll discuss it at length, but it was a very enjoyable performance. Yeah, absolutely. And um, before we talk about last night's win at Easter Road, folks, just a bit of housekeeping as ever. And um, first of all, you can see the ticker below. We've got that offer on the website just now, just two pounds uh, for two months worth of content. You won't regret it, I assure you. Just head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. Just £2.99 per month thereafter. Even at that price, it's a bargain. Um, and if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, that's totally free. You'll get uh, great videos, daily videos during the week like this and all the, the, the pre-match and post-match reaction to each and every Rangers game. Uh, we're heading towards 12,000 subscribers now, so thank you to every one of you for supporting uh, the channel. Uh, and a quick word as well for our sponsors, Seneca Hair Restoration, the number one hair transplant group in Europe. So if you're thinking of a Kamar roof perhaps or... Uh, even a dick advocate for the older bears, then these are the guys to, to go to. Stevie's uh, chuckling away there in, in the background. But uh, yeah, they, I think they're, I think we're their target audience, Stevie. But um, yeah, if you want to go and check them out, then uh, the links, as always, are in the description box. So um, I urge you to do so. Right, let's talk Rangers, Stevie. Uh, scintillating last night against Hibs, uh, winning by four goals to one. Michael Beale named an unchanged 11 from the team that beat Kilmarnock at the weekend. I'm sure that's the first time he's been able to do that. Uh, and they went out. Uh, bad start, you've got to say. Uh, losing uh, an early goal, Connor Goldson on goal. It didn't deal with the free kick well enough, but the reaction from then on was uh, magnificent. Uh, James Tavenier converting a penalty soon after, after Ryan Kent was, was clipped in the box. Uh, they had a number of chances before Cholak added the second great ball by Sakala into the Croatian, who made a, a near run post and dinked the ball over David Marshall. Uh, Sakala got his goal uh, in the second half as Rangers just blew away Hibs. Uh, it was a, a poor clearance uh, from Marshall initially, straight to Ryan Jack, who we'll discuss at length today, uh, cushioned the header into Sakala. He swiveled and fired past uh, the Hibs goalkeeper. And then Cholak got his second of the night. Great goal, congested penalty area. Um, but Kent forced his way into Sakala. He found uh, Cholak and he picked out uh, the uh, bottom corner and uh, Rangers winning by 4-1. In all honesty, it could have been uh, 8 or 9. I think Michael Beale touched on that in his post-match press conference and that wouldn't have been uh, unfair to him, Stevie. Um, how pleased were you with last night's performance? You said it's probably the best. Well, I would say it's, I know Tyne Castle is up there, but for me, um, I'm, <laughs> I'd want Rangers to play in Edinburgh every week if they're going to produce that level of performance. Yeah, um, how good was it? As I said at the start of the show, um, as as good as seen, um, as good as I've seen since the the title winning season, 
they were absolutely incredible. If we take it in isolation of the start, they started off all right. They were fine. Um, started off not a problem, and then they lost a really poor goal. Defensive line is too deep for the free kick, which means when it gets played across, they're basically almost underneath the, the crossbar trying to defend yeah. that, and they're too close. So Connor doesn't get his feet sorted out quick enough, and he scoops it into his own net. Um, ironically, if he'd probably left it, the boy behind him was offside. So it was just one of those ones where um, you need to reset. But they came straight back really quickly. Um, again, they, they pick it up and, and win the, the, the second ball in midfield. Managed to spring Sakala. He then plays Kent in. The space on that left-hand side for us, their right side, was, was all night. We could have went up and down that, no problem, all night. And um, Kent actually takes a bad touch. Yeah. It's inconceivable, Derek that that's not a penalty straight away. I think everybody could see it. Um, I think it was very clear. And VAR obviously clears it up, which is great for us. But if we're not getting that without VAR, then I think questions need to be asked. It was clear as day. Clearly takes his foot. And Tav, a great penalty. And from that moment, we were just terrific in terms of going forward. Hibs didn't have anything else um, attacking-wise. They had one moment, actually where we were slightly sleeping after we went 2-1 up, where Johan got in, but McGregor came out and, and blocked it quite well. But aside of that, we were dominant, and um, we were, you know, probably, as I said, probably as best I've seen in several years, Derek. But it all went... Michael Beale said something that I agreed with, and I posted this last night, even before I'd heard what Michael Beale had to say, but the press in unison last night was impressive. Um, from the defence, from the centre-backs, the midfield, and then they all pressed as one, and they were hungry for it. But there was a pace and an enthusiasm in that midfield that we've not seen in a long time. You've seen that Raskin and Cantwell are starting to get match fit, properly match fit, and and they too, alongside Ryan Jack, who simply rolled back the year the, the form book and um, was incredibly good. So that was a that was a proper Rangers performance last night. Hugely impressive. Yeah. And that's where I think some of the frustration uh, comes in sometimes with regards to uh, performance levels because we, we know they are capable uh, of producing uh, performances like we witnessed last night. Um, let's touch on that. There's so much to talk about f from the game. Um, let's touch on Kent first. Cause you, you mentioned uh, Kent there, uh, Stevie. Uh, Douglas Anderson raises a point and says, uh, Kent Doubters should reflect he consistently gets rough treatment and still works his socks off. He was brilliant last night. Uh, I thought that, that the front three, that, that interchangeable uh, Sakala, Cholak and Kent uh, really done a bit of damage on, on Hibs, didn't they? They couldn't cope, well, firstly with Sakala, who predominantly was down that left-hand side in that first half. He was just uh, bombing down there. It seemed like uh, uh, every every minute or so, he was he was getting a lot of time down that left-hand flank. Cholak often picking up space over on the right-hand side and, and Kent sometimes through the middle. Um, the only thing missing from Kent's game last night, Stevie, was a goal. We all know that's something that he struggled with uh, for many a season now. But that aside, I thought he was he was terrific last night. He was. The front three were very interchangeable, which was great. Mm. I think got to give credit to Michael Beale for his selection. Everybody, you know, was was more or less crying out for Alfredo to start. He didn't. He went with um, Antonio and. I thought that Cholak was very good on Saturday, Derek, especially the first half. He A lot of good movement, a lot of passing, a lot of hard work. And people, sometimes I wonder if I've seen the right game because he didn't seem to get, you know, there was a lot of people 
saying that he didn't perform that well and stuff. And I was like, well, maybe I've just seen something that's not really been there. But last night, again, I thought he was terrific. He works his socks off. He works hard. He dropped deep. When he dropped deep, Sakala and Kent went beyond him, which I think is really important. Their defence didn't really know what to do. And um, the space that they found and picked up was really great. With regards to Kent, um, I'm his biggest fan. I I champion this boy on here all the time. So I don't think there's, you know, a a suggestion that we don't give him the, the credit he deserves. He does. I mean, Ryan Kent's a fantastic player. We know that. I would do um, anything to keep him. And he's one that you would definitely, you know, push the boat out to, to, to try and make sure that he signs a new contract. But last night, you're right about Sakala. They moved about quite a lot, which I didn't think Hibs could handle. The, the left-hand side is predominantly Ryan Kent's. It has been, you know, for several seasons. But Fashion found himself out there swapping about. Um, and Kent, you know, several times... Sakala as well, several times actually, Derek, before the, the second goal came, we were in and we had chances. Kent had one over the top where he was clean in and the boy yeah. got back to block. Sakala was through, the boy got back to block again. Um, there was a couple of times we were in on the left and they couldn't get the final ball. And then just when you're at the point where you're almost, you know, head in hands with frustration, Fashion Sakala produces a, a brilliant assist for the second and that's what he's like. And we we talk a lot about Fashion Sakala and, um, you know, being rough around the edges and maybe not having the final. But Ryan Kent's the exact same. Ryan Kent is the exact same. And, and he's maybe got a wee bit more finesse than Fashion has. But with regards to, um, you know, getting end product and stuff like that, you know, Kent and Sakala are really similar in that fashion. So um, it was a great night last night. What I liked about it was that they, they didn't let it get to them. They didn't let it, you know, kind of get in their mind and think, right, I've not made that pass properly. I've not really set up that one or whatever. They kept going. And um, there was a time, actually, at the start of the second half, Fashion was in the left-hand side again. And he, his cutback should have been a yeah. captain for Cholak, but it didn't get there. And you were thinking, is it going to be, you know, one of these nights where they don't get the third? But then a couple of minutes later, he produces a great finish for the third goal. So, um in terms of Ryan Kent, Fashion Sakala and Antonio Cholak as a three last night, movement, fantastic. Um, pace, dyna, dyna, dynamism. Yes, that, yeah, right right right. that word that Michael Beale couldn't say the other day either. Um, <laughs> it, had, it had everything there and um, really pleased for them. Should have been more in the first half. That was my only concern, Derek, at half time. Yeah. We scored such a lovely second goal. Um, Raskin wins it and immediately this is what we've talked about before win the ball and quickly get it forward Sakala then is in that run across the front to the front post is really underrated we don't do it a lot No. and Cholak finishes that superbly and David Marshall last night produced one of the most outstanding saves I've seen in ages that volley from Borna you know, uh, no, no. No, it reminded me of Stevie. It reminded me of Van Hoydon and Gorham. I could not believe he got a, a hand to it because he hit it he so cleanly, didn't he, Bonner? You know, and I was thinking, is it going to be one of those nights and stuff? Because that was really incredible. We haven't talked about it, you know, in the aftermath because how good our performance was. But Borna couldn't have hit that any better. It's a tremendous save. And then we, we produce it um, for the second goal. It's a lovely dink finish. So, you know, really happy at half time. A wee bit concerned about the fact that we should be more, but the front three were terrific and they just carried it on. 
And what I wanted to talk about this morning, Derek, before we get to Ryan Jack and stuff, and I'd like to hear what people have to say about this, but there was a period of play, probably from about 50 minutes to 65, 70, where I think Rangers have played some of their best football in years. Um, Passing-wise, I thought they were terrific. The actual fourth goal, the movement, we kept the ball for 90-odd seconds. We went down the right, then we went down the left, then we came back over to the right again, kept the ball in the box when it was kind of pinball, and then finally knocked it in. And I just thought that that little period of play, and we were good overall, but that little period of play was exceptional. I thought we played some of our best stuff that I've seen in, in several years, Derek. I thought we were very, very good, and it was exciting. If this is a little peek into what Michael Beale's trying to do with that kind of pace, the energy, the legs and stuff like that, then I'm very excited by it. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of comments coming in, incidentally, saying that my stream has dropped. Uh, there's nothing my end that's telling me that we're having technical issues, folks. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that is. Uh, hopefully it's rectified, but um, uh, there's, yeah, there's nothing uh, coming across uh, on here. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on regardless, Stevie. Um, Ryan Jack, of course, for me, man of the match. Um, I think that there's no question about it. Uh one of his uh, best performances, I think, we've seen in the Rangers area for, for quite some time. Um, Paul McTaggart says uh, when he's dis uh, disrupted by injury, we always forget how good a fully fit Ryan Jack uh, is. Uh, and there was a point also uh, raised, I'll try and get up uh, shortly as well. Um, where is it now? Tam Brown raises the point. Morning, Tam. Uh, if Ryan Jack can stay fit, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Nobody covers the fullbacks better. He was everywhere last night, Stevie. Um, brilliant performance. I was... I, I never had him in my, my, my predicted lineup just based on the fact that I wasn't entirely sure he could play uh, in, in the midweek after playing at the weekend. If he was 100% fit, then I would have no qualms at starting him. And of course, he showed last night just how important a player he can be when he is on his game. Uh, if he can produce that on a consistent uh, basis, Stevie, then talk of a new contract shouldn't be a, a debate, should it? But it's uh, the case with Ryan Jack is can we keep him fit? And to produce that sort of level of performance going forward? I said last Monday, and I said on, on Saturday, just before the teams were announced, I wanted to see Jack and Raskin together because mm -hmm. I felt that Raskin's energy, um, he does a lot of the, the kind of pressing and harrying, perhaps, that others in the midfield don't do. He's got the energy, whereas it allows Jack just to win the second balls to cover to tackle, to, to bite and, and win those passes. What Ryan Jack does really well is, and I don't want this to get into criticism of other midfielders, but what Jack does very well is he wins the ball and instantly gets it to somebody else. He doesn't hold on to it. He doesn't slow it down. He immediately pops it off to a quicker player. So he was winning it last night. And the instant forward ball to Sakala, Kent, Cholak, whoever it was that had dropped in, we were finding space all the time. He um, he got caught once in the first five minutes, Derek, when he didn't follow his runner and he quickly rectified it. They, they had a cross, which the boy Hoppy had a kind of sclaffed half effort. That was the mm -hmm. only time he got caught all night and he was he was absolutely brilliant thereafter. I've said this before on here. Um, Ryan Jack gets a new deal for me and um, I'm pretty sure he will get it. Um, I know that Michael Beale said that he's not put anything in front of players and stuff like that, but he also said um, he likes to contradict himself sometimes. He also said that 
Um, you know, he's had discussions and it's one that he wants the board to get done really quickly. So I've got no worries or concerns about Ryan Jack not being here next season. He will be, and he deserves it on form like that. So um, he was terrific last night. Just yeah. won everything, won the battle, um, won the second balls. But as I said, instantly he set the tempo, he kept it up. And when you've got legs next to you, um, that are pacey and enthusiastic, Cantwell and um, Raskin. It allows him to do what he does so well, and it means that he's got options that he can quickly just get rid of it and stuff like that. I'd be interested to see. Um, Joshua's very good at putting these things up, so it'd be interesting to see where he picked the ball up and where his passing range was because there's not too many times last night Ryan Jack had a second or third touch he instantly no. just got it to somebody else. So that was what impressed me most. But I thought that Cantwell had his best performance so far for us, and I thought that Raskin had his best performance. And it's no um, surprise to me that these boys are starting to get fitter. There's a, a definite energy in there that we've not had in a long time. And I've spoken a lot about this, and it's, it's kind of something that I'm a wee bit of a repeated record on, and it's not meaning to be, but our midfield's needed a change. It's needed a revamp and right. energy in it for a long time. And you could see what Michael Beale was trying to do with Malik Tillman on the right side of the three, and it didn't. I don't think it quite suits Malik the way it suits Todd Cantwell. And and we, when he first came here, one of the first things I asked Todd Cantwell was that you know you're going to have to work hard, and that how does it suit you and things like that? How does it suit your game? And he said that he didn't know where this kind of reputation of his had come from, that he doesn't work hard. And he was adamant that he would give everything and, and he does work hard and he does recover the ball and stuff. And I think when you look at his performance last night, look at how he retained the ball, look at his wee jewels that he won, the press um, and pressure that he put on that Hibs team, I think that he fits in perfectly to that. So the three of them... And how they moved the ball last night was key to everything. I was really impressed with that midfield, really impressed with the dynamic of it. I don't want to sit and criticise other players that we've got, Derek, but that pace and tempo that they set was really, really good. And I don't think that others do it as well as they do um, in terms of getting the ball and popping it off and using it quickly. So really impressed with them. Ryan Jack was just the, the, the crown jewel in the three of them. Yeah, he certainly was. Uh, Fraser McKenzie raises a point and says, that starting midfield for the remainder of the season. Uh, Kev Armstrong raises a point about Raskin. He says, uh, Raskin is a difference maker, eager to win the ball back, looks to play forward and keeps the tempo high. I think he's been a, a big part of, of that, uh, well, certainly last night and certainly um, in recent games, uh, a Rangers midfield that looks rejuvenated. Um, but let's get to you the... That, Derek, what I would yes. say, sorry to interrupt you, mate, just Kev spot on. See the second goal... Raskin wins that and immediately plays it into yeah, Sakala. Sakala in space. And I think that is what we've missed in terms of that recovery and quick pop-off. But the three of them were very good at it last night. Yeah. Uh, and there's a point uh, raised uh, on Cantwell. You mentioned Sean Martin says, hey, good morning, guys. What a player Todd Cantwell is. But let's get to the pressing issue. Uh, Colin Cooper says... Uh, What's the cup, Stevie? Looks like Boydie, he says. Uh, show everyone that the cup you've got there. 
<laughs> it is Boydy, uh, Colin. So, uh, yeah, cyber pint for you, buddy. Um, cracking mug. Um, let's uh, get to one of the two more comments. Uh, Ross Clark, first of all, enjoying the show. Good to have your, your company, Ross. Really enjoying the new role, working from home, uh, getting to watch these morning pods, quality content uh, every morning. Uh, and Denzel raises a point, um, an interesting one. I don't think it's, it's undeniable. The contrast between Jack and Raskin last night and Kamara and Lundstrom in the cup final uh, was telling. Um, that's, yeah. that's what I didn't want to say. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I don't want to kind of criticise the other boys, but yeah. the pace of Kamara and Lundstrom isn't the same as the pace last night, and I yeah. think that's tailing. So they've got a lot of work to do to get back in this team. Yeah, absolutely. And someone that might also have work to do to get back in the team is uh, Malik Tillman. Caroline says, "Is there still a place for Tillman in this team?" Yeah. What do you? He's, he's that good a player. There is. I mean, it's a squad game and, and all that. That he's, he's he's a quality uh, player. He will be back. I imagine he'll be back on Sunday, Stevie. He's got to be a part of the front three, Derek. I don't want him in midfield. I don't think it suits mm. him. I understand why we tried it and what we were trying to do. I can I can see what we were trying to do, especially when you look at Cantwell's role in it last night. But I don't think that Malik Tillman gives you as much in the three as he does released forward. If you have that three with Tillman being able to float and Kent or Sakala, Cholak, whoever it is they choose, all of a sudden you're getting options. So um, is there a place for him in this team? There absolutely is, but it just gives us more options. Yeah, yeah, it certainly does. Uh, I'd imagine there will be a few changes on Sunday, but we'll discuss that uh, shortly, Stevie, about what we think the team uh, will line up uh, at the weekend. Uh, Pete Lawrence, we touched on Sakala, but Sakala's best game in the Rangers jersey for me. Uh, and Matthew Ross raises a point, says that there was six man of the matches last night. Sakala's goals assistance, Spiel has come in, has been impressive. Um, he certainly has. I mean, it was... It, no one could have envisaged the, the the role he would now be playing under a Michael Beale side when uh, in the sort of end days of Giovanni van Bronckhorst, uh, Stevie. He really has grabbed his opportunity, hasn't he? And I mean, last night, I don't know if it was maybe naive from Hibs to, to allow him so much space. I don't think they, they couldn't cope with him at, at times. Um, but when he's on that sort of form, sometimes, of course, his decision-making, we know, uh, can be called into question. But his numbers, you can't deny it. Two assists again last night. Um, uh, got got his goal, of course, as well. Could have had a second flagged offside. It wouldn't be a, a, a game without uh, an offside goal for, for fashion. But uh, tremendous last night again. He's uh, The reason I'm laughing is because he's such a likeable guy. He really <laughs> is. Um, see, when he's in amongst the pressers and stuff, he's so friendly. He's so welcoming. He speaks to you, you know, hello, how are you and stuff and blah, blah, blah. He's just the nicest, big smile on his face. But he's funny watching him because Fashion Sakala, if you think back to Tanadice, went from falling over the ball to rocketing in the most unbelievable volley. And that's what he is. Last night, the amount of times he had a simple rollback or a, or a cross and he doesn't do it. And then he goes through takes a dodgy touch, ends up going too wide, and you're just frustrated watching him. And then he produces a wonderful assist. And that cross for Antonio Cholak was just inch perfect. Yeah. All Cholak had to do was dink it because of the pace and because of the bounce. So everything about it was absolutely unbelievable. And then his goal, Derek, is so underrated because he's running back and he has to... He has to switch his body to get yeah. goal side. 
and the the turn and the finish. You know, I actually watching it, I um I just smiled. I was a bit unsure whether or not he was offside. That was my worry because yeah. as you say, he's always offside. So um I was a wee bit worried, but you know what? That was a cracking finish. And um he was he was good overall. His last assist, his second of the night, was just as good because it was so tightly compact in there to manage to have the foresight to get it off and, and, and get it to Antonio Cholak. That's the kind of goals that Cholak will score for you. Um penalty box, penalty spot area. Yeah. Those type of finishes. Um, that front three stays in. But the thing is, and Michael Beale spoke about this last last night, Rangers will not play as well on Sunday against Wraith Rovers because Wraith Rovers will not play that way. Okay. They will not give them the space. They will not be as wide open. Hibs were so incredibly naive last night. And it was wonderful for us because they, they bombed forward at the full-backs, left us a ton of space. Their midfield didn't match us in any way. They tried to go man for man in matches and they couldn't cope with it. And they were wide open and it just didn't work for them. Wraith Rovers will not be the same game on, on Sunday. So Michael Bull spoke about that before and, and why we get such good performances. Um, but, you know, I'm not here to discuss Hibs, you know. Um, it was good to, to give them a wee bit back last night, Derek. I enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and folks, and it was Tav that was offside for the, the, the Sakala goal. So, uh, yeah, apologies there to uh, Young Fashion. Um, talk, talking about talking about uh, Cholak. <laughs> Thomas McCrimmon says Cholak is a big fox. Great movement. Um, and, and Francis Robertson. Like <laughs> Francis called him similar stuff as well. So, <laughs> Francis Robertson. you must admit. Yeah, He's absolutely. A good yeah, yeah, absolutely. Francis Robertson raises a point. Tony is now first pick. Alfie benched for the rest of the season. If he's lucky, of course, Michael Beale touched on um, uh, Alfredo uh, in his post-match um, uh, reaction. He says uh, Alfredo's not happy uh, at not playing. Wouldn't imagine he would be happy. All strikers want, want to play football, Stevie, so I'm not reading too much into that. But uh, Antonio Cholak done the business last night. I was delighted to see him get the goals because um, there, was, there was a bit of debate, of course, as to who Rangers should start up front in, in this game. Cholak has clearly been working on his overall game and linking up more. He did do so last night. We touched on it. He was over on the right-hand side at times and just... It uh, was uh, linking up really, really well. His two goals, but we know what he can do. He's, he's a predator in, in the six-yard box in the penalty area, isn't he? And he can find his way to goal. Um, but if Rangers can uh, keep Antonio Cholak in, in that vein of form, then he's uh, the number one for me from from here uh, here on uh, going forward until the end of the season. Do you know the funny thing is, people say that Antonio Cholak can't play up front on his own and he's not that type of player, and he doesn't work hard. I watched Antonio Cholak slap us about at Ibrox on his own for Malmo Yeah, when they had 10 men, and he turned that whole tie. He scored the goals, and I, I don't think it's a question of him being able to play the role. I think it's more that we need to get players beyond him, which we did last night, and close to him, which yes. we did last night. But he also has to work as hard as he has because when he drops in, like he did, and pulls their whole defence out, it's similar to what Alfredo done. If people remember how Alfredo played back when we won the title, if you think about his the, the very first goal on the way to that title, when 
Alfredo drops in deep and Kent goes beyond the Pataudry and we win 1-0 because of that goal. What Cholak done last night was so similar. He would drop in deep like that and Kent and Sakala went beyond him. So it's no surprise to me that Beal's using him in that role. But we need to get players close. We need to get them beyond. We've done that. But he also needs to work as hard as he did last night. He should have had his hat trick, Derek. That run from Kent down the left where he, he rolls it back, he didn't get quite enough on it and he could have had, you know, he could have had a couple more. He had one cut back as well. In it's the first half. Him. Yeah. Yeah. See, just to be there, I don't mind anyone missing chances if they're there to try and convert them in the first place. So he keeps his place, um, absolutely keeps his place. And do you know what? Um, Alfredo's been in good form for us as well. He's maybe not quite where he should be in terms of uh, match fitness and stuff like that, arguably. But if Alfredo wants to stay at Rangers and wants to wants to prove that he wants to be here and whatever, which we're a bit unsure of, then yeah, now's the challenge for him. You know, if he wants back in that team and stuff, he's going to have to up his game and, and try and match what Antonio does. But he keeps the shot, Derek. I thought he was incredibly good. <laughs> two goals at Tynecastle, two goals last night. Yeah. He enjoys a wee trip to Edinburgh as well. So um, good for him. He stays in the team. Yeah, an interesting point uh, raised here as well says uh, I think we're too focused on having a first choice. Two or three quality strikers can be used for, for different games. Yeah, as a squad game these days, of course. Um, uh, listen, it was a, a fantastic performance uh, last night from Rangers. It's all about uh, maintaining that. Now, as you mentioned, Stevie, uh, Sunday will be completely different. Uh, Wraith Rovers will not be opening up at Ibrox. There is no way uh, that is going to happen. Uh, it's going to be uh, one of those ones where they're... They're going to try and make it tight, make it difficult for Rangers to get in behind, and it's up to uh, Rangers to find the answers. Uh, in terms of uh, potential uh, starting lineups, um, we've seen Red Van Yilmaz and John Suter uh, play a part in the B team game against Celtic uh, on Tuesday. Do you see either of those starting the game? Uh, and are there any other alterations you're expecting? We've seen Rabbi Matondo uh, on, on the bench last night. It was an unused sub, of course, but he's uh, returned from injury uh, as well. Can you see Michael Beale making uh, a few alterations, um, given, obviously, the magnitude of the game? As I, With all due respect, it's Rafe Rovers, but we've seen against Partick Thistle. Um, if you take your eye off the ball, you can, uh, you can be punished. How do you envisage Sunday to, to go? I wouldn't make any changes. So we've got the ability to make five subs. So start the same 11, win the game, and then make subs. Don't do it the way we did it last time, which is reverse of that, you know, and, and Partick caused us issues. We need to make sure our attitude's spot on as well. It was almost like um, David said this, actually, and agreed with him. It was almost like we were taken by surprise because Partick didn't just let us win the game as a lower league side. Wraith will come on Sunday and it will be their cup final and they will give it their all and they'll be organised. They'll be more organised than Hibs last night. They'll be more um, tactically aware than Hibs were last night as well and they'll be spot on with it. Um, so go with the best team. Go with that team last night. Start letting them build. There's no reason why... You know, hopefully if we're in a position to be a couple of goals up at half time and listen, I don't really want to start, you know, if you say stuff like that, it always bites you. So we've got yeah. to be respectful to Wraith Rovers and stuff. But if we're in that position, there's no reason why John Suter can't come on for Connor Goldson and play 45 minutes after that. But get the job done first, 
then let Hadji have some game time and stuff like that and and go from there but don't make the this don't make the, the the changes to it let them try and build on that let them get a kind of um formula between themselves and then I'm not sure we don't have a midweek game next week so um you know there's plenty of time to recover and stuff like that let them find their feet and go and get the game one first Derek don't make don't make those those mistakes I'd be a bit wary of doing that and plus you know what that was an exciting performance last night it was really good really good to watch so let's build on that and, and go get it done yeah, uh, lots of comments uh, agreeing with you, Stevie. Of course, we'll, uh, we'll be hearing from Michael Beale tomorrow looking ahead to the game on Sunday. I think um, certainly if, if as long as there's not any niggles from from, from last night, then 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 I can certainly see that that same uh, 11 starting. But there is players knocking on the door, of course. And uh, I think you touched on this in his post-match uh, press conference, uh, Michael Beale. He's certainly got selection headaches now. That was one of the strongest benches, I think, last night than what we've seen in some time, Steve. With plenty of options on there. And I know he made, was it four changes at the one point when the game was uh, pretty much dead. But um, that's what you want in a season that's been... That's uh, been riddled with injuries, long-term injuries, and Rangers have really struggled to, to, to field a team at times. Uh, it's great to see plenty of options now available to, to the manager. Yeah, he made five last night actually at the one time. That was so five. Hadji, yeah, Hadji, Wright, Morelos, Arfield, and Lundstrom all came on. The only one of the front or the the middle of front six that stayed on was was Jack. So, um, thought that uh, we were really really good. Um, yeah thought we performed really well. So um, there is plenty of options. Look, there is, it was good to see Arfield back last night as well. Hadji getting game time and stuff. You can see how eager he is, but he's going to need, he's going to need time. He's going to need a good pre-season before he's anywhere near what he's like. And then all of a sudden, look, see if, see if you've got the likes of Hadji, Cantwell, if Tillman stays, Sakala, stuff like that. You've you've got, you've got options there. So, Mm. There's a, <clears throat> there's lots to be positive about. Definitely good to see the bench stronger. You know, um, what I would say is, and this doesn't mean to sound bad, these guys are all fighting for their future, Derek. There's going to be change in the summer. Michael Beale spelled that out. You know, he's he's made it as perfectly clear as he can be. Like Sir Rabbi Matondo and things. You know, um, even Alfredo Morelos and stuff. These guys are fighting for their futures now. So Scott Arfield's trying to win a contract. John Lundstrom's out of contract next summer. If yeah. he's not going to sign, we might need to make that decision. So Glenn Kamara, there's lots, there's lots to be fighting for now. So that was the bar last night. That was the set. That was the performance wise, and the others have got to work hard to get in that team. Um, Rangers are going to make quite a few changes this summer. So if you want to be part of it, then you need to start performing. So it's great yeah. to see it, absolutely, but. Um, that 11 last night is where your benchmark is and, and they should be the ones starting going forward. Yeah, certainly plenty of optimism heading into that that game uh, on Sunday. Rangers uh, sensational last night, winning by four goals to one at Easter Road. Uh, that'll do us there, folks. Thanks to everyone for interacting with the show as ever. It is greatly appreciated. Big thanks to Stevie uh, as well. We need to get him on more often when the Rangers, <laughs> Rangers uh, win and perform uh, really, really well. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone for uh, getting in touch. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, it's myself and Chris Jack as we look ahead uh, to that game uh, on Sunday. But until then, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Bye for now.